Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Akil Stokes. Today, we're going to talk about wild and crazy news events and should you be trading them? Should you avoid them? And what impact do they play during your back testing? And if you guys haven't seen it already on YouTube, I put out a video the other day or I don't know when this podcast is going to come out, but early January called How Price Moves During Major News Events. Stay safe during news. If you haven't seen that, or I guess I should say, if you want kind of an inside look at what it looks like during a live high impact news events, meaning how price moves and the whipsaw that happens, make sure you check out that video. It's on my YouTube channel, just YouTube search, Akil Stokes. And the idea for this podcast comes out from a uh, comes from a question I just got. Actually, the second part of a question I got from a trader who I've been working with, who is talking about or asking questions about news events and should I take news events into consideration during back testing? And I'll read you the second part of the email here. He says, "One thing I'm trying to work on is having a better understanding of what's going on in the world and how it's affecting the market." Um, I managed to check, uh, managed to watch the Q and A session from Monday. Thanks for breaking it down. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, regarding my question, I didn't word it well. I meant haven't taken into account data releases when back testing, or having not taken into account data releases during back testing. Should I pay attention to them in real life? And basically, to take a step back, back testing is a part of strategy development. So when we pick or choose or build a strategy, we then want to put it through a testing process. That testing process means that we go back historically um, through time, right? Hop in our time machine. We go back through historical data, one bar at a time, and we test our trading strategy um, for observational purposes to see what type of tweaks or filters we may want to add. Um, but we also, I guess the bottom line is we test it to see if it's profitable. We want to see what the return on investment is. We want to see what the max drawdown is. We want to see winning streaks, losing streaks, maximal favorable excursion, maximum adverse excursion, basically a whole bunch of data that gives us all the information we'll ever need to know if our system is profitable or not. And one thing that this trader is saying he didn't take into account during his back testing are news events, right? We know that news events come out on a regular basis throughout the market. And this is always an interesting question. Should we take news into account when back testing? Should we not? And the answer is yes and no, right? So here's the thing about news, right? There are a handful of very high impact news events that will traditionally move the market, right? They will always move the market, right? The non-farm payroll is one that will always move the market. Now, in my experience of trading, I've gone through periods where you see 200 pip pops every non-farms. I've gone through periods where you see like 20 pip pops. So it, it doesn't happen all the time, but that's one you can typically bank on where it's like, hey, red flag, I should be aware of this. 
interest rate decisions are the same way. Now, the thing about interest rate decisions are interest rate decisions are only going to be important if there is some type of rate change likely to happen. In our current market environment right now, as I recorded this in 2023, we spent the last, what, two years and probably another two years where every interest rate decision, it's basically been some type of hike or some type of movement going up and down. However, that's not always the case, right? When economically, when things are stable, we'll often see interest rates stay the same. Um, so when they're staying the same and there's no kind of hint at a future hike or cut, the market doesn't really care about those interest rate decisions. However, when there is going to be a hike or cut or some type of announcement that, hey, this is coming or monetary policy is changing, you're going to see big moves in the market. So those are the two major gears. Now, there's other news out there. There's housing numbers, there's jobs numbers, there's cost of goods, right? There's CPI, stuff like that. There's GDP. There's a whole bunch of other news events and quote unquote major news events that come out on a regular basis. But the thing is that they don't always move the market. It, it really it really depends on what the market cares about. And, and that's going to be based off of our economic situation, right? Sometimes we care about inflation, right? Sometimes we care about just jobs or unemployment rate or average hourly earnings. Sometimes we care about cost of goods, right? Sometimes we care about, right? There's different things that we care about and they all have kind of little trickle down effects. The point is, is that you can't just go back historically. It's going to be very hard as well, but you can't just go back historically um, through your back testing and say like, hey, I'm going to look for every single news event and, and really base a conclusion that says, hey, this news event is going to impact the market because you don't know the full story of what's happening during that economic time period. I guess you can always go back and read articles and do massive research, but I can imagine that being very difficult during a backtesting process. So when I get the question that says, hey, do I need to take news into account during backtesting? Um, my answer is no, aside from the big ones that you kind of know when they come out and you'll typically see those moves in the market. Now, the thing is in real trading and real live trading, do we need to take news into account? And the answer is no, you don't have to, right? You can be, my mentor was fully, fully mechanical, not mechanical system, but he was a, a psychological robot. So he's like, hey, I didn't take uh, interest rate decisions into account during my testing and my numbers are my numbers, so I'm not going to do it in real life. You, you can be just like that saying, hey, I'm going to trade no matter what. Chart don't lie. If I get caught up in the move, I get caught up in the move. But you can also, and this is, I personally think this is the way, well, this is the way I personally do it. I shouldn't say one's better or worse, but the, the thing that I personally do is I pay attention to the market. I have taught myself fundamental analysis over the years simply by making a consistent effort on a, a daily basis to do so. And it's really not that hard. If you if you watch someone like Anthony Chung at Amplify Trading, uh, we have similar philosophies where it's like, hey, you don't need to go to school. You don't need to study economics and stuff like that. And, and, and you know, honestly, the stuff I learned in micro and macroeconomics in, in school and college are have absolutely nothing to do with what we do in the market right now. But if you simply pay attention to what's coming out, what's being said, how the market reacts to it, it's really more of a common sense principle of putting two and two together 
um, and, and seeing how the market feels. It's very similar to if you ever read the book Basic Economics, right? Understanding basic economics has nothing to do with math. It's all about relationships and supply and demand is all about, hey, can I understand the relationships between, you know, the, the amount of cows we have and milk prices and stuff like that? Or, you know, if a natural disaster comes and knocks out all the orange trees, hey, why did orange juice prices go up? Well, because there's less oranges, stuff like that. It's actually pretty simple and it makes it easier. But you do have to make that consistent basis of understanding what's coming out and then looking at how the market reacts to it. But I think having that understanding is important because one of the main rules of, of trading is, well, the main rule of trading is don't go broke. So one of the main rules of trading in, in my philosophy is conservation of capital. You know, I truly believe that, you know, most traders fail simply because they can't survive the drawdown or they, they step on their toes and they make the drawdown worse. They can't survive the rough periods and they, they can't make it to the periods of glory. So. When I look at understanding news and, and data releases in the market, what I want to do is I want to identify what data releases are going to put the market in like kind of a an unrational situation. It's not that the, the market's rational to begin with, but what's going to kind of throw things out of whack, right? What's going to be a big news event that that disrupts the market in a way where you know you can't really trust technicals and you can't even trust your your fundamental bias. You know we just react off emotions and stuff like that. Because if I can identify those type of moves in the market, I know when to keep my powder dry. I know when to stay out. And the example I gave for a trader, right? It's not as much on a higher time frame because you know there's you got a lot of wiggle room in there. But on a lower time frame. News events can whipsaw you to death. And what I mean by that is this, right? When you see the, the aftermath of a high impact news event, you may see like a, a 100 pip move on a candle or on a, a chart. The truth is that 100 pip move just wasn't the market shooting 100 pips up. It, it probably started off going 50 pips down and it went 75 pips up, then 25 pips down, then 80 pips up, then 50 more pips down before it actually settled on its opinion. And if you're a lower time frame trader, you're gonna get whipsawed to death. Again, the example is kind of like, if you take the wrestling example of throwing someone across the turnbuckle where you know they're going left and right and bouncing back and forth and, until they ultimately kind of you know get clotheslined or elbowed in the face by some big professional wrestler and during periods like that you want to avoid so especially like if you're on a five minute chart if you're on a five minute chart and you're entering a trade five minutes before like an interest rate decision comes out well one price is probably not going to move in your favor or against you the five minutes before that interest rate decision comes out two right you have two options you know one price goes in your favor right away and stays in your favor right away which is rare and you make some money right that's good but the other two options are this price goes in your favor but before it goes in your favor it dips down and stops you out before going in your favor or it just goes directly against you right either in either of those situations the last two there's going to be slippage in the market and what i mean by slippage is that hey your stop loss for that five minute trade may be 10 pips away that that may be where you want to get out and that may be where you plan to get out but the honest truth is that if price moves fast and you don't get your orders uh, filled, which you probably won't if you're trading during a high impact news event, you may take a bigger than expected loss. You may get stopped out for 20 pips. You may get stopped out by 50 pips. You may get stopped out by 100 pips. I mean, it's a little extreme, but the point is you can take a bigger loss than normal in that situation. So we have two things that are you know, detrimental to a trader. We have one option that is positive for a trader right you can get slipped in the opposite direction as well so you can make more money off of a trade but 
you're really putting yourself up in a situation where you're gambling and you're gambling with the odds stacked against you because you have two ways to lose one way to win and and again situations like that i'd rather just keep my powder dry i'm all about numbers and probabilities and the market doing quote unquote what it's supposed to do hope the market didn't hear me say that jinx myself so those are the things you want to consider with with news events and again it's not necessarily you don't need to look at them in back testing but it is just being aware, staying in the loop of, hey, this news event is coming out Thursday. Ah, this probably won't move the market. Oh, hey, this will move the market. And when you do identify things that you expect to have those high, those big impacts in the market, just make a rule to keep your powder dry. Say, hey, 15 minutes before, I won't enter anything new or I won't enter a trade until 15 minutes after. You know, just let the dust settle. Let the market get back to its normal condition, because remember, those are the conditions that you test it. Those are the conditions where your edge is really going to show its power. Great question, guys. And I love making these podcast episodes. If you have any, don't be shy about reaching out. I'm all over social media at Akil Stokes RTM, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Don't be shy about shooting me a DM. I will respond. On the other hand, if I shoot you a DM, chances are it's not me, especially if I, especially if I say anything about managing money or doing this or mention crypto. So if you get someone like that, please do me a favor, take a screenshot, share it with me. That way I can share it with the community and hopefully we can get those people blocked and report it before they have a chance to scam anyone else.